in three, two, one. The Collinsworth slide. <laughs> we out here. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cineboys Podcast. We are part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network, the only podcast on the internet where four guys get together and talk about movies. Don't fact check us on that. Again, these other podcasts don't exist. People keep telling me that there's other ones. And I'm like, you're, you're a freaking liar, man. It's not true. So, And don't do any research. Research is boring. Just take our word for it, okay? Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, thank you so much. Uh, please consider subscribing and maybe telling a friend or two. Um, you know, just spread the word. We're growing. It's fun to watch us grow on, on our end. Um, so we want to keep that trend going. Um, so, so be sure to tell some people and just subscribe. And here's the best part about subscribing. If you listen for like five seconds, we get credit for that. And that goes a long way. So even if you don't really like the podcast, which is absurd, because I don't think I've ever talked to somebody who doesn't like this podcast. <laughs> if you don't know, all you gotta do is listen for five, 10 seconds. And then that's a big help for us. Um, also, if you're watching on the Cork Bats YouTube page, thank you as well. Uh, be sure to follow Cork Bats uh, on YouTube. Also follow Cork Bats on Instagram and Twitter at Cork Bats. Like this video. Again, you don't even have to watch the full thing. That's the secret of the internet. You don't have to watch the full thing. We still get credit. That goes a long way for us and for Cork Bats. So thank you so much for all your support. Um, that being said, um, even though you don't have to listen the whole time, today's going to be a really good episode. So like, I highly recommend that you stick around. Um, so yeah, like I said, my name is Kenny. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Cineboys podcast. I'm joined always by my good friend, Tom Bragg in Columbia, Missouri. How are you, Tom? Hey, I am well. How are you, Ken? I'm great. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't say your full name and where you live. Hmm. Well. Just in case anybody's stalking you. That's true. I I'm guess as long as you don't give out my address. Yeah, let's not give away. I won't give away specific <laughs> addresses or so social security. Tom numbers. and I live very far away, nowhere near each other. Right, so. that's fair. Well, Tom, let me ask close. you this, man. It's mm -hmm. been a long week. Yeah. But what you big on this week, bro? Big on this week. You know, it's actually something I've been kind of into for a couple months now. Um, but I finished up uh, earlier this week one of the latest Netflix true crime docuseries. Um, but they've got a string of those that have come out and another one that is coming out that I'm pretty excited for. So I watched one about a month ago on uh, the Yorkshire Ripper, which was a case in England. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a very good series. I'd highly recommend that one. The one I finished this week was on Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker in the mid 80s. That one looks creepy as hell. It was super creepy. Richard and, Ramirez know, is just Ugh. yeah, he's he's a scary guy. Was yeah. a scary guy like I, and I, I wouldn't recommend these to like the faint hearted. Like if this subject matter is upsetting to you, like don't watch it. But I'm, I'm a fan of that kind of genre. Um, I love mysteries and solving crimes, that sort of thing. Um, but they've got a new one coming out though about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles where that famous case, uh, uh, Elisa Lamb, mm -hmm. who just, there's that creepy security footage video of her like in the hotel elevator and then she like disappears and then they, they can't find her for weeks. And this whole, this hotel has like a whole history of just like dark, horrible things happening. Um, 
and I I'm excited. I, yeah. I just love these types of docu series. I am very excited for the Cecil Hotel one because I don't think I've ever been more obsessed with a mystery uh, more than like the Elisa Lamb mystery, which is it's so weird, bonkers. It's so strange yet so just like I want to know. I want to know what happened. And how do we not know? Like, that's the crazy part. Anyways, that's awesome. I've also been doing a lot of that as well, watching those true crime. I actually went back and watched The Pharmacist for the first time, which has been on Netflix for a couple years now. Super interesting. Refresh my memory, Ken. What's that about? So The Pharmacist is about this guy in New Orleans who, spoiler, is a pharmacist who there's really two two or three big stories that like he's involved in in his life one is that his son was murdered um in new orleans and so that's part of the documentary is figuring out like that mystery the other part of it is as a pharmacist and during the early 2000s with the opioid crisis and oxycontin kind of popping up like how that affected his community and how he went after like certain doctors in his community just being a pharmacist it's really interesting. And then it really, the biggest part of it is like going after like the big pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies. And he's just like a, a just a guy in New Orleans. It's super interesting. Um, so yeah, Tom, I'm with you. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet, but I, it's on my list. Yeah, and it's only four episodes. So it's not like a yeah. huge, yeah, not a huge commitment. I watched it all in one Saturday, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, that's cool, man, Tom. I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. Uh, also joining us from... Um, Columbia, Missouri. Well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Redacted. Allegedly. Yeah. Redacted is our good friend, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how are you today? Hey, boys. Doing great. Kevin, let me ask you, what are you big on this week? Well, before last night, I was bully on Dogecoin. Got in early. <laughs> got in early. Got in months ago on that first little spike. Totally forgot about it. Now it's back. Yeah. I'm back. I'm rich. So I th- let me know what you guys want. Dude, oh, here's the thing. I think we should all be bully on Dogecoin. Let's go. I got some Dogecoin. Yeah. All buying up that Dogecoin, baby. It's the next big thing. We'll, we'll talk, man, stocks and coins, man. What stocks. a week. What a week. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit later. But yeah, bully on Dogecoin. Um, well, that's cool, Kev. Anything else? Uh, and I think we're not a sports podcast, but I got to mention it. Cardinals are winning the NL Central and you can't do anything to stop it anymore. You'll maybe, you'll find out, wait, well, I don't know. It's going to be official, hopefully, by the time this comes out. So, official that we're winning the NL Central, that is. And if you don't know, you're an idiot. And I, I don't know if I can be friends with you. Mm. Cool. Harsh words, but truth. There's only one team in the National League that I care about, and it's not the Cardinals. Just saying. I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but. <laughs> mm. Go Mets. <laughs> anyways well kevin thanks man that's cool good for good for the cardinals good for your money your wallet with that dogecoin bro keep bullying on it um and then uh we also got our good friend mob who is in blank blank lexington kentucky <laughs> oh okay <laughs> come well, at me bro everyone's coming for you now let's go mob how you doing today man i'm great dude how that's you, Man, I'm good. I'm good. But what are you big on this week? <laughs> what am I big on? Uh, same thing I was big on this time last year, winning AFC championships. Mm. You know, uh, mm. there's haters out there. There's people who try to jinx you mid AFC championship game. But what really turns out is it 
turns out that they look smart because they called the game at halftime and uh, it ended up being that way. So yeah, um, bring it on. I'm, I'm big on that. I would like to, you know, I, yes, very big week for us as Kansas city chiefs fans, um, not a sports podcast, um, yeah. but we are all big fans of the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, I would also like to shout out to our friends at the junk drawer and cork bats who, um, you know, halfway through the game, they just went ahead and called it. They said the chiefs are the champs. Um, they were right. And it was very wise of them to do that. And um, I wouldn't say that they're on the chiefs bandwagon, but I mean, if they want to like hitch a ride, they can, I guess. Yeah. More than welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Are we, are the chiefs, the bad guys this year? It's, it's tough because they're playing Tom Brady. Yeah, the if they were playing anyone else, anyone right. else, we'd be we'd be the evil empire right now. But right, it's, I think America wants us to win, which is crazy. I don't think America wants to see Tom Brady win again. Yeah, which is nice. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't want Tom Brady to win. I don't either. No, because if he loses, we win. So right, that's just that, logic. That's the kind of analysis you can only get here. So yeah, yeah. But stay tuned. I mean, next week. My what you big on might be very similar. Yeah. Shoot. Well, the the, yeah. the Super Bowl is in a week. We'll probably be re- we mm. we'll stuff. <laughs> Who knows what kind of mood we'll be in next week. But um well, we record the Friday before the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll be we'll be very happy or sad and we won't know which to be. So I think I think our 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 uh what we should do our, our our marching order should be um let's just be very happy but not say anything and so that way we either look good like energy sports or we just we just look like really good losers or or we just are just happy because we're better right right you're gonna aim I, for a neutral mood yeah i think we'll just push all that <laughs> push all that good energy down to tampa for the chiefs and i you know it's annoying it's really annoying that Tom Brady is the first quarterback to host a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. Seems unfair. That's so dumb. All right. Well, he just got there. Like, that's dumb. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Anyways, thanks. Thanks, Mob. Um, Tom hates it. You know, I hate big, it. You, you know what I'm big on this week? Tesla Arcade. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm, so no. essentially tesla has announced that in their cars their self-driving cars they're going to have like a gaming system like its own like sort of gaming system that you can play games while you're on the road i need a Tesla. seems irresponsible well Maybe I'll buy one with my there's there's self-driving cars so it's not Still. that irresponsible plus it's probably more for like the passengers yeah but it's like its own gaming system like you know with its own library of games and I good like games. teslas so uh makes me want to get a tesla uh also makes me wish i could afford a tesla i, I probably could tesla's not, not that expensive one. honestly right the what's base like, level model is like i was gonna a, say what's normal SUV. The, yeah. yeah you don't you see them everywhere in austin like you can't go more than like 20 feet without seeing a tesla on the street like yeah. it's insane so they're not like unaffordable, but like the model that I would want is probably out of my price range. If you're going to go Tesla, go Tesla, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. Go all out. I don't want just like Tesla Jr. The Ford Taurus of Tesla. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Give me that Cybertruck, bro. Mm, I don't like those. Have you seen I a like Cybertruck? Are they, are they out yet? No. Okay. I can't I wait to see so. one on the road for the first time. It's going to look like we're in a different dimension. 
if you're it's definitely gonna get later when they're out i will definitely be able to spot one in austin i'm sure i'm sure you're right tesla's everywhere joe rogan will be driving around in his little tesla mobile probably mm-hmm. probably well cool guys well hey let's get into the big news this week there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of fun stuff to talk about but i think first we need to you know address the box office again because people are just oh, going we do to see now. movies we're numbers guys we're numbers guys you know we're, we're going to see movies so top three from last weekend this last week coming in at number three with 1.6 million dollars at the box office wonder woman is back in the top three right isn't that wild it disappeared and now it's back that is also but it also disappeared from hbo max exactly so that's that's probably why i didn't Uh, realize that a big brain there was like a variety article this week about like how wonder woman 1984 is the most watched streaming movie of all time like minute by minute so like um by a minute like yeah so it's like it, they measure it in consecutive minutes watched oh okay. and like total it's like like two billion so people minutes or something people like clicked that. on it and then watched it for longer than what they watch other things yeah i mean it makes sense it's a perfect storm yeah yeah so well um, it's also probably the biggest movie to be released via streaming day one straight right? to streaming sure. I would imagine for sure yeah. without any like um yeah like no paywall or anything like that right. if you have hbo max you can watch it so um yeah so wonder woman 84 bouncing back into that top three coming in at number two this week the crudes the new age the <laughs> we cannot shake the crudes well, I... here's the thing it is a chance for parents to get their children out of the house for a couple of hours yeah so it makes sense and yeah. i bet that these box office numbers it's the same parents every week <laughs> it's a long <laughs> week we just got crudes too we're going Let's take the kids to see crudes again they probably hate the crudes <laughs> yeah. here's here's actually here's a question i wonder if this factors into the uh box office numbers the being able to rent out a theater for 100 bucks because i'm mm-hmm. betting there's a lot of children's birthday parties that are going to see the crudes too yeah Mm-hmm. you're probably right uh is did cloris leachman did she do a voice in the crudes you know yeah, i'm not yeah. very knowledgeable probably, about the crudes I'm probably asking the wrong people <laughs> but i think i saw something that maybe she did a voice in the crudes rest in peace cloris leachman passed away this past week um fantastic actress so great years and years oscar winner emmy winner you name it um in young frankenstein which is probably one of the funniest movies ever um and then of course our good friend on instagram tim zalabim gave us a little uh gave us a little shout out to our cloris leachman uh post this past week so shout out to tim uh she was she was in the crudes one crudes one okay what'd you say kev i think we we almost need to make it uh, give tim a weekly segment because i have a feeling he's gonna be giving us content on about a weekly basis he should email send us questions he, he, you can tim if you want to send us an email or uh the cineboys podcast at gmail.com but hey keep doing what you're doing you know keep commenting <laughs> on our posts you know you're gonna get some airtime if you keep doing that and we don't even know who tim is right like tim's just a yeah i don't know no idea tim is kevin's dad <laughs> zalabam is just a made-up word too by the way zalabam is it oh, zalabam <laughs> I, I I don't know. I asked him about it over Christmas, and he goes, "Ah, it just sounded fun." 
He didn't, well, have, a, he didn't have a good reason. It is fun. It, it's right. fun. We're all having fun. Yeah. Keep it coming, Tim. We appreciate you. Um, and then, yeah, number one, again, The Marksman, Liam Neeson's whatever movie. <laughs> $2 million. How is Don't that doing better than, like, than Carrie Mulligan's movie? I don't get it. Well, Carrie Mulligan's probably not in as many theaters. Yeah, it's not as widely uh, released. And I feel like this... Okay, I'm probably going to get into a little trouble here. I feel like the crowd that goes to see The Marksman isn't too concerned about COVID. But maybe the crowd that would go see Promising Young Woman is a little bit more... That's a pretty broad generalization right there. We're painting with broad strokes here, but (laughs) you're probably not super wrong, so. Yeah, so, okay. Well, those are our our top three at the box office this week. Hey, maybe one day we'll have, like, big numbers. Although I I wouldn't mind $2 $2 million. That'd be nice. Well, that's cool. Um, Other big news, uh, big HBO Max release this week. The, the second of their um, mini movies that will be coming out this year on HBO Max, but The Little Things premiered on HBO Max this weekend. Uh, I think we all have seen at least the majority of it. Is that right? Untrue. I, I watched all of it last night. I'm going to watch Thomas it tonight. I'm seen it. Mob has seen it. I've seen about half of it. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? It was fine. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, it's I... disappointing for someone that wants to watch it tonight. <laughs> Well, and I, I was excited all day yesterday, just like, all right, tonight I'm going to watch this. And then I like hopped on Rotten Tomatoes for a smidge and looked it up and it didn't have great reviews, but I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to watch anyway and make my own opinions on it. And it just, I don't know, it wasn't what I had hoped it would be. It was pretty slow the whole way through. Um, acting was good. Like I'm of the belief that even the worst Denzel movie is better than most trash out there (laughs) like i feel like his worst role or his worst film is gonna be better than a lot of other stuff that's out there so what do we think his worst role ever is Ooh, worst role because he doesn't it's more like he's probably made some bad movies but was he bad in the movie probably not yeah no and he was great in the movie like i thought he gave a good performance i don't know what his worst movie would be I, I don't know. I, and here's the thing, too. I've been on a weird Denzel kick this past week. I don't know about anybody else. Nice. It started with... So what happened was we me and uh, Catherine watched um, One Night in Miami. So then we were like, okay, well, we want to learn a little bit more about Malcolm X. So then you watch Malcolm X, mm. which is like a four-hour movie, but so good. Like, I you know, I was hesitant to watch it a long movie again. I'd seen it before, but it's been probably over a decade and it's so good. Like it keeps you interested the whole time. Um, but of course, Denzel was in that movie, um, which then I watched the hurricane, which I'd never seen before again. I neither. Denzel. Pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Kind um, of forgotten, but good. And then ended up, ended up watching, didn't watch the whole thing yet, but watched the majority of the little things last night. Um, yeah. I can't think of any movie that Denzel's in where he's not good. There's, Let me do some, some research. Not great movies, but right. I want to see what his like, worst-rated tomato meter movie is. Like, I think that one movie, the Roman J. Israel Esquire, or whatever, oh, yeah. wasn't that a great movie, but he got nominated, nominated. for yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. his performance. See, right. that's that's the Meryl Streep effect, kind of too. She's in terrible movies, but she's good at acting, and therefore she gets nominated. Right. So, 
I watched the little things last night and I have some thoughts. Um, I agree with Tom. It was, I mean, I'd watch it. Like if you've got two hours, it's not a bad waste of time. It's entertaining. Yeah. Um, the acting's great. Here's my thoughts. Are we an anti Jared Leto podcast? I can't remember. Uh, I have a thought on Jared yes, Leto. Yeah. Unless I'm, it's a mid 2000s rock band, then I'm pro Jared Leto. Cause I'm going to break out on that. If I need a guy to play a creepy dude, I'm getting Jared Leto every time because he was fantastic. Right. Here's he where was I, fantastic. Here's where I kind of waver on it. it mm. I I don't know how I feel about Jared Leto in all honesty. Like, I, it's fun to, like, make fun of him because he's just, like, he plays he's a so weird joker. And he's also just a weird dude. But then there's movies that he's in where I'm like, yeah, I actually think he's a pretty good actor. Like, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Like, it's pretty good in that. Was he nominated for Dallas Buyers Club? He won. He won for Dallas. He was very good. Very good. He is fantastic in that movie. He he's a or go ahead, Ken. No, I was just gonna say I I think that where I think where the the train kind of gets off the tracks with Jared Leto is that he just seems very out of touch in oh, real yeah. life. He and didn't know that COVID really like was him. going on because he went on that like 40 day silent retreat mm-hmm. and he didn't have a phone and he came back and the world was on fire. And he just right. didn't know about yeah. it. Yeah. And I, this is, this is the observation I made while watching this movie last night about Jared Leto is he is what I imagine the real life Kirk Lazarus from Tropic Thunder to be. <laughs> he is just this character actor that is almost too much of a character actor and so much so that even in real life, he does weird stuff like a 40 day silent retreat. And it just, he's just such a weird guy. And just yeah. like, you can see it in his performances that like he might've gone too far into this character and is just mm-hmm. over the top. And it's almost like comical how oh, into it he is. No, he had me laughing a lot of yeah. the time. Some of the quips he said, but like, if you're a creepy weird dude, that's kind of how you are. Like you're right. uncomfortably laughing because you're like, I shouldn't be laughing at the, right. these jokes, but he scared. <laughs> he throws them out so well. My other thing was Rami Malek. Good actor. I love him. Hard for me to see him play like a normal person because he looks mm. so weird. And he talks so weird. And he talks yeah. so weird, you know? He so can't my, break out of that. My thing was in this movie, I think it could have worked also if you flipped Jared Leto and Rami Malek. Yeah. If you flipped their characters mm-hmm. and let them yeah. play each other character, it might have worked even better. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, just the cast of those two guys, three Oscar winners is pretty impressive. Yeah. That's Yeah. I thought they all gave really good performances. I just was disappointed with how it, the writing like, wasn't how, great. Yeah, the writing wasn't great and just like the plot, it it did not end how I wanted it to end. Yeah. I you know, I haven't watched the entire thing, but from what I watched, um it's it's a movie where the writing doesn't allow you to be very invested in the characters. Correct. From what I've from what I've seen no, so far. And that's the whole first half of the movie. I think the second half you get a little more interested. Yeah. Because it starts to pick up, but it takes, you know, an hour and fifteen minutes for you to get there, which isn't necessarily great. Yeah. Hmm. I want to do a. I want to try a Rami Malek impression real quick. Is that okay? Yes, yeah. please. This please is just. It. This is. This is raw. I haven't done it before. Uh, I'm Rami Malek. I'm a- <laughs> Mom, that Mom shot his face down. <laughs> He's got the really high cheekbones. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, I'm. I'm a detective. You wanna. You wanna ride with me on this one? 
That's my Rami Malek impression. Sounded pretty good. If you it's could combine Bob's face with your voice, that'd be great. <laughs> put, if I figure out a way to superimpose my mouth on him. <laughs> okay. So little things. It's on HBO Max. You can check it out. Um, I would say that we don't not recommend it, but we also don't highly recommend it. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. You you got two hours. You're looking for a movie. Throw it on. Yeah. Uh, you don't have time. You're not. You're fine. I it's also, good. yeah. This I think movie's too, perfect. This year's perfect for movies where it's just kind of like, if it's not great, whatever. What else are you doing? Right, exactly. I, I think if it were a movie that was just released in theaters, I would not bother going to no, see it. At don't all. go see it. No. No. But it's free on HBO Max. Mm-hmm, pop it on. Yeah. This is the type of movie that putting it on HBO Max was perfect for. Yeah. Agreed. They should probably do that with all their like mid-level movies like that. So is the deal? It's on HBO Max for thirty days. Mm-hmm. Correct. Is that what it is? Yep. And then it's only in theaters until it's released. Okay. That really, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, other big news this week in the movie world. Uh, we got our first picture of Kristen Stewart as Diana, Princess Diana, to which we all say, okay. I mean, she kind of looks like her, but. She does. If you picked anyone in the world to play Princess Diana, would you have picked Kristen Stewart? No. Nope. No. Resounding she, no. I, I think she looks a lot like her. Mm-hmm. I need to hear her talk. Yep. I'm not sure Kristen yeah. Stewart's capable of leaving Kristen Stewart totally behind. Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like we're going to get the nervous. Well, Ken, you do a great impression of Kristen Stewart. We're just going <laughs> to. That's it. Sorry if you're listening. You missed it. <laughs> Go to YouTube. See what I just did. Here's the thing. I don't like I, I don't want to be a negative person. I'm trying not to be negative, but at the same time, like I, I agree with you guys. I don't see Kristen Stewart not being Kristen Stewart in anything. And she's just awkward. And some people really like her and that's great, but I don't, I wouldn't be putting, um, I wouldn't be, uh, if I were telling a story about princess Diana, I wouldn't want to rely on Kristen Stewart. There are roles that she is made for. Mm-hmm. And she is great at. I'll give her that. I don't see that being Princess Diana, even though the look fits her. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised that the look fit her. Yeah. Why didn't they pick someone oh. British? I just don't get that. Can she do a convincing British oh, accent? No. Couldn't tell you. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and then the, the biggest news this week was stonks, bro. AMC. 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 Okay, so I've done a, a, a decent amount of research on what's going on, and I think I understand it now. At first, I was like, I don't get it because money mm-hmm. and numbers are hard. It's pretty uh, simple, honestly. Yeah. It, it really is. It's actually really simple what's happening. But like, essentially, there's companies right now that are being extremely overvalued, like AMC Theaters and more, more specifically GameStop, which is kind of how it all started. But these companies are being extremely overvalued. People are making a ton of money off the stocks, and the hedge funds are you know basically shitting themselves right now watch the big short yeah. and you'll you'll know exactly what is happening right you did not I, watch it maybe i still didn't really get it but how <laughs> how bummed are you guys that you didn't get in on this uh well, always bummed when something like this happens because it's like it happens it's just like what where have i been like yeah. why not get on these trains early enough i made a very small amount of money on gamestop because i got in when it was high but not at its peak and mm-hmm. then i sold because i'm a a ninny i didn't yeah, hold the didn't line hold like those. i was supposed to so I don't know. I um I definitely so I, I I've always 
you know, I've never really had like a huge interest in the stock market because to me, it's just like I suck at gambling. So why would I try the stock market? It just seems like a way to lose money. Um, but I did download the Robinhood app this week because I'm like, well, if this is going to happen again, I'm going to start following the Reddit thread, Wall Street bets, and I'm going to keep my ear to the ground. And next time we decide to go after a short, <laughs> Kenny is a curse, in. apparently. <laughs> and it all went to hell. But then it, by by doing that, I discovered Dogecoin. And so Dogecoin, yes. baby. Yeah. We're all yeah, going to be I, rich. I just love that someone can just basically make up, because Dogecoin comes from Homestar Runner, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I think that's not the meat not the know. face of the dog i think the right. face of the dog is the meme but i think dogecoin doge is from homestar runner i'm huh. pretty sure I, so it's just a guy just made this up for fun and now it's like real currency i don't right care. so it's like literally you're making money off of a troll like you're you're literally yeah. like hey let's let's just create wealth by trolling something and it's working mm. slowly but it is like technically working like the price of dogecoin has jumped like crazy in the past it went from like like one one thousandth of a cent to like one seventh of a cent no now it's like it's like five cents yeah i haven't checked this morning but it's like it's it went it went back down because they robin hood is the worst but uh freaking robin hood they're trying to crater everything that Let's not get into it. But seriously, if you if you think about it, if you bought a thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin and then it's valued at a dollar a year from now, like yeah. you've essentially, <clears throat> you've yeah, done big things, you've made a mo- yeah. ton of money. I uh, when the stock market dipped because of COVID and uh, what March, I bought some stock and I'm now at like I'm not kidding, sitting at a 150 percent gain on it. Oh, me too. Nice. I bought it in March and I haven't yeah. really sold much. I've just held and. I feel like a genius. Stocks only go up, apparently. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, welcome to our new uh, welcome to our new podcast. Investment corner. Right? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk finances. We know exactly what we're doing. But yeah, no, I'm just waiting for my application with Robinhood to go through, which is taking forever. <laughs> and uh, wonder why. Once I get that, then yeah, I'm going to be rich. Was, was there a question when you put in your application? Are you looking to buy GameStop? And you had had yes. Maybe. So, ooh, we, had a, we had a friend i won't say his name but he bought some amc and then sold it and then was basically kicked off the td ameritrade app because hold on i use td ameritrade he was kicked off of schwab so schwab sorry 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 i'm getting friends mixed up mm-hmm. so he got kicked off basically because he they were like he well, bought and sold amc in a day be gone so the man yeah. kicked him off That's so yep. tough freaking man dude it's like hey like the market is free unless like regular people start making money then mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's kind of what i thought was funny when i was reading through all that stuff like essentially these guys were just doing what hedge fund managers do all the time they're yeah. just beating them at yep. their own game right yep, 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 yep. it's so funny to think that like yeah just how the way like if you short a stock like how that works and then just like oh my god we've lost so much money and it, like hedge funds are filing for bankruptcy now because of GameStop. yeah they had to be yeah. bailed out of course of course anyways but <laughs> this is our wall street podcast mm-hmm. we're wall but, street hey it ties back to movies because amc so there you go can yeah, i get like I a little ticker across the bottom of my screen sure do you know how to do that nope i, I don't was hoping, <laughs> i was hoping you would do it for me i bet i can figure that out i'll just have a ticker going nice it says bye game stonk <laughs> well that's cool well hey that's 
pretty much it for all the big headlines this week. So I think it's time that maybe we get into a little bit of Tommy's trivia. Oh, yeah, baby. Right. I'm very ready for this. So I thought, you know, big week for Denzel. We're all Denzel fans. Uh, there was a lovely newsletter from the Apple Boys on Friday about all about Denzel. So I thought this trivia would be dedicated to our boy, Denzel. Yes. And Mob, being the biggest Denzel fan that I know, you're up this week, my friend. Oh, all right. This will be embarrassing. <laughs> so same as last few weeks, we'll get you a loose time of like 15 seconds, but you know, that's whatever. Answer it when you can. If you get stumped, you can phone a friend. Um, I think that's it. Let's get into it. All right, Mob. Yeah. Question number one. All right. What show did Denzel make his television debut? In Living Color. Ooh. That's uh... <laughs> why, because he's black? Just, I don't know. <laughs> That's right. That, careful, that is incorrect. The answer is saying elsewhere. I don't even oh. know. Oh, he was a doctor. Ah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah. Like a precursor to ER. Nice. All right, number two. What movie is this quote from? I don't scratch my head unless it itches and I don't dance unless the music unless I hear some music. Remember the Titans. Bada bing, bada boom. Come All on, right. cooking my career. I know coach. that one. Try to yeah. throw out some easy ones there. If it were remember the Titans questions, I'm. Yeah, you got to build <laughs> his confidence back, Tom. Question number three. In what movie did Denzel play a quadriplegic? Is that John Q? Close. Or Ken, are you above me? No, I'm to your top right. So I'm like, Ken. I can't wait from you. Ken. I know the answer to this question. It is the bone collector. Yeah. Nailed it. <clears throat> That's right. I knew that. Well, I know it. You know, whatever. Wasn't John Q the one where he took over a hospital to save his son? Yeah. 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 That's right. Not quadriplegic in that movie, by the way. No. He did a lot of running. Because <laughs> he ran around with a gun the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a fantastic performance. Question number. Oh, are we already on question number four. Wow. Yeah. What I'm movie? quick. <laughs> what movie did Denzel Washington what movies did Denzel Washington win an Oscar for uh, Glory um, Training Day yep nailed it was he nominated for he was nominated multiple times but oh, he's oh, nominated, oh, yeah. a lot nominated for the Hurricane I think nominated for nominated Malcolm for Fences, X Malcolm well, X how did he not win Malcolm X who beat him? Uh, that year was Pacino. Okay. No, no, no. Hold on. Was that? Yeah, it was Pacino. Was that? Pacino won that year. It was ninety-two, ninety-three. Okay. What did Pacino win for? Uh, Sin of a Woman. Oh, that's right. That's a good movie. Well, I think if we could go back Ooh, to that before we give it to Denzel, but I'm just getting warmed up. We should go back and re-give Oscars to the right people over the last like two decades. Yeah, like two give decades. the freaking best picture Oscar to Goodfellas as opposed to Dances with Wolves. My God. I'm good yes. with that. Yeah. Uh maybe Grinding Nemo wouldn't win Best Picture if we gave yeah, yeah, Rocky his Oscar. Yeah. Yes. Meh. I'll f <laughs> we should we should have our own revisionist history at Oscars for like every year. A million percent. Yeah. Yes. Who should have won? Year. 
We should just make that a segment every episode. We'll just pick a year every episode and just say, this is who should have won this for 92. That's 94 years of, or 94 episodes of content. If we did that, essentially, (laughs) where we go through every Oscar and every award and we, well, I'm just thinking like maybe best picture or we pick a category that we think maybe was not because some, some years like the right, right. People win picture, actress, actor, actor, supporting, supporting visual effects, director, Director, digital Sa- and, sound and editing, we'll throw in sound, editing. sound mixing. Uh, what mixing. about best yeah. documentary short subject? <laughs> yeah. Anywho, you've got one more question. Yeah. Question number five. Denzel made his directorial debut with this biopic. Directorial. Can we get it? Is it Anton Fisher? You nailed it. Oh. Wow. Look at you. I didn't even know that. That was early. I I would have thought it would have been later it's than like that. It's like 2002. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. See, I, I, I yeah. Just some Anton Fisher stuff was going pretty good back in the day. It's, I don't know if it's age. I, I don't I've never it seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen I it either. Oh, um, what? <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Is, is, the, is that Derek Luke who's in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he supposed to be like the next big thing? Yeah. I mean, and he was good, but he, he was didn't. Booby Miles in Friday Night Lights, the yeah. better football movie. Booby Miles. He was also in um, one of the what? What was he in most recently that I saw him in? He was in the Americans. Mm, oh, that's another sports movie. I don't know. Was he in Coach Carter? Not Coach Carter. Was he in the one about West Texas basketball? What was Glory the one about Road. West Texas basketball? Oh, Glory Road. He might have been in that. I'll have to I watch that. Remember. I'm a big Texas guy these days. Hmm. have yet to make it out to west texas though i hear it's very uh dull. i hear it's very exciting you should just go to lubbock just to just to see where pat mahomes has walked the earth i want to drive like i want to drive out to el paso but that's a seven hour drive from austin yeah, texas man. is so freaking big man. i once drove from tulsa to al or uh, las cruces new mexico and it was like i didn't think it'd be like that far it was like a 12 hour drive yeah just to from, get through texas we did like i think it was like we we figured out from El Paso to Houston is a longer drive than Austin to Kansas city. It's crazy. Texas is so big. Like Austin is in the middle of the state and it is still a seven hour drive to get once you get past like San Antonio, there's nothing. Yeah. You're like, I think from San Antonio and San Antonio is pretty far South. And I think you're still like three hours away from Mexico at that point. Like it is. Yeah. Big state, big state. Don't oh, cool. stop in Amarillo. Drive through. It smells like cow poop. The whole yeah. city. Unless you're from Amarillo, and uh, good on you. Yeah, you just offended all of our Amarillo listeners. <laughs> well, guys, Tom, thank you so much for doing that trivia. Ma- did Mob win or lose? What would we say? Was that a win? Oh, I call it a win. That's a win. He's, he's always a winner to me. Uh, that's hot. I only got one wrong because technically I used a lifeline. That's a good point. True. Anton Fisher was a great pull. Yeah, that was good. That was like a three-point shot that you made at the yeah. buzzer. Yeah. Oh, we're not yeah, d- I, triple triple points. You know, the telling me it was a biopic is what helped me, but yeah. otherwise, I would. I been. figured if I didn't add something like that to these questions, then like they'd be because I I've I've just gone through to like find a bunch of different like trivia questions, and like sometimes they're so vague, like it could be any movie that they're talking about. Yeah. Um, also. Uh, 
when you said biopic, I also just want to um, take a moment to publicly shame people that say biopic. That's that's a thing that people say, and it really bugs me. It's me stupid. Too. Stupid. Anyways, enough of that. Let's biopic is like a procedure you have to check a mole or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's how much I know about medicine. Yeah. Well, how about some movie anniversaries then to round us out? Absolutely. Happy five-year anniversary to Hail Caesar. Hmm. Disappointing. That's already five years I old. I saw that. In it was theaters. disappointing. I was very excited for it. It was okay. It was fine. What year? Too long. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was five years ago. Ooh. I know. <laughs> Happy 10-year anniversary to The Other Woman. I think that had Natalie Portman in it. The Other Woman. Which one was the one where Beyonce was the wife? I, that was obsessed. I'm thinking of obsessed. I don't know. The other woman. Not a sequel. I don't think so. But I'll you say Natalie Portman later. was in it. Yeah. Mm. I think she is the other woman. But anyway, happy 25 year anniversary to Black Sheep. Hey. Okay. What a fun movie. Black Sheep is like the, uh, it's not as good as Tommy Boy, but yeah. it's like basically the same movie. It's like a, there's a cult following. Some people will say it's his best one. No, better than Tommy Boy. There's some great moments in it. Wait, yeah. so the other woman, sorry, I looked it up. Is that the one with Cameron Diaz and Kate Upton? And Kate Upton's the other woman? Oh, I think you're right, actually. I think you're <laughs> Is there a third woman in that too? Yeah. Yeah, it's Leslie Mann. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay, I know you're So wait, what was the name of the Natalie Portman movie? What I found was The Other Woman. Yeah. The Other Woman. And, and you thought, so Natalie Portman is not in The Other Woman. It's very blurry. But there are no. two movies called The Other Woman. This came out in 2014. Oh, this is Guys, is... I think my information might be incorrect on that one. Uh-oh. Well, this because is 2014, is... which is 10 years, right? No. No. What? If 2000 year do you think it is? <laughs> this is not a math <laughs> podcast. How many times do I have to say that? No, the uh, so the one I was talking about apparently actually came out in 2009, but what I the first so that's also information I came across said 2011. I don't now know. We're just all confused. Well, well, there was, I will do better next week. There How was one you. that came out, what, 20 years ago called The Others. That was 20, 20 years ago. Oof. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I found the one you're talking about. It is called The Other Woman. So there are it two other have, women's. It Who does have Natalie it? Portman. Neither uh, released. Lisa Kudrow? Neither, yeah, Lisa neither Kudrow. released uh, 10 years ago. So Interesting. It's unfortunate for me. Hey, look, you can't hit a home run every week. So don't strike out. Should be able to, though, with hard dates. And somehow, (laughs) hey, hey, Tom. Somehow this just got through the cracks. I don't know what happened. Hey, Tom, hard (laughs) dates are tough. Believe me. I know. I can't do math on them. Numbers, hard dates. Look, we're a movie podcast. We don't care about dates or numbers or anything, you know, whatever. Who cares? Okay. Well, Guys, that's pretty much it for this week. We had a good time. I'd say we had a good time, don't you think? Great time. 
Always a good time. Well, again, we are the Cineboys Podcast. We are part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cineboys. Um, You can also email us if you'd like, the Cineboys Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, listen, watch, and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, um, all those places. Be sure to visit corkbats.com. It's a great website. We're part of that. It's fun to be a part of that. Um, You guys got anything else you want to say? No. Cool. Well, let's, let's go Chiefs. Oh, go Chiefs. Agreed. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up then. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.